Happy December, and uh, maybe maybe I'm the first to say it to you. Hope I am, but uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, I'm excited about uh, the last month of this year. I'm excited about the Christmas season. Uh, I plan on uh, saying Merry Christmas uh, a lot this year. I hope that you will do the same. Um, even though we are entering into this uh, Christmas season, uh, tonight don't really have a, a Christmas uh, theme, but just want to share with you uh, something that the Lord has uh, stirred uh, in me as, as you know, for me, an answer to some of the prayers that I've been uh, lifting up uh, to Him. I want to share with you uh, one of the great stories uh, in the Old Testament. Uh, I think that there is uh, found in this story some really uh, helpful uh, instruction that we, the people of God, the church, uh, need. Uh, that that I that I'd like to encourage you to uh, uh, to embrace this and to end out this year uh, doing what we're going to learn about tonight, and to enter into next year uh, doing what we're going to learn about tonight. And I pray that really you'll never stop. Uh, doing what we're going to talk about and learn about uh, tonight. So we'll get into that in just a second, but uh, first let's uh, open up in prayer, ask the Lord uh, to be with us. Uh, um, my beautiful wife Joy is not feeling well uh, tonight, so I'll pray for her and ask you to do uh, the same. And let's pray together and give the Lord our time. Pray with me. Lord, we thank you uh, for uh, the wonderful opportunity of being able to uh, dive into your word uh, and to learn from you and hear from you and we just give you our time together tonight and we pray that we do exactly that that we would hear from you uh, that we would learn uh, from you that we would meet with you tonight lord that you just show up in this uh, little bit of time that we have together tonight and that you would speak to us uh, you'd encourage us that you'd give us uh, wonderful life-giving life-changing instruction uh, from the Word of God. Holy Spirit, we invite you here. Uh, come and have your will uh, and your way. Lord, I thank you for my wife tonight. Uh, I pray you would just bring your healing touch upon her whole body and bring wholeness and health and healing to her. Lord, I lift up any who uh, may be sick tonight, Lord, and I pray that you would just come and meet with them, that you would strengthen them, that you would refresh them, and that you would bring healing uh, to their bodies right now. Uh, in Jesus' mighty name. Again tonight, Lord, we exalt you, we bless you, we give you this time, we pray, come and meet with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, uh, you know, in this kind of crazy year that we've had, I feel like I've said that a ton, I'm getting tired of saying it, I'm thankful for this year, and I'm thankful that the Lord has has uh, been with us. I'm thankful that he's been with me. I've, I've seen his protection and his guidance and his, and his blessing. Uh, I've felt his presence and it's just been, it's just been wonderful, uh, really. Uh, I know there's been a lot that has taken place, but it's really been uh, a wonderful year because the Lord has never left. He has never ceased to be with us. He has never ceased uh, to help us. And I, I, hope that, I hope that we won't try to rush through December and try to get done with uh, 2020, but that we'll uh, enjoy this last month of this year, that we'll give it uh, to the Lord, uh, that we'll trust Him uh, with it, that we'll enjoy uh, celebrating uh, Christmas, that we'll be thankful for each 
and every day because today is the day the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it and tomorrow is the day the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it in 2020 is a year the Lord has made and he's not been surprised by anything that's happened and he won't be taken off guard by anything that happens towards the end of the year and he's never left us or forsaken us at any point in time and he will not and that is encouraging and makes me smile and fills my heart uh, with joy but uh, I have uh, at times uh, had moments of, of struggle uh, and uh, and frustration and disappointment and uh, and uh, and in those times uh, have uh, really sought the Lord have tried to really pray and, and seek the Lord and I guess I guess some of the, some of the biggest trouble that I've had has not been uh, the the virus or or the things taking place in the world but uh, some of the biggest troubles that I've had struggles that I've had uh, are uh, are uh, to uh, to see uh, Christians and and watch the way that they're living and the things that they're connecting with and the doctrine that they're embracing and the, and the choices uh, that they're making and and I and I see a lot that are that have a very a very poor uh, doctrine even even false uh, doctrine that they have embraced and and are making very uh, poor. Uh, connections and 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 bad choices, uh, I think, and you know, and so in uh, so in in watching that, I've been praying and asking the Lord, you know, what what can we do, and and you know, how can we help, and uh, and how can we change things, and, and what do I need to do is kind of the specific thing that I really started getting into, and and as I began to pray that, I just felt the Holy Spirit uh, stir within me. Uh, that I need to keep my hands up, uh, and uh, and obviously, you know, when he stirred that in me, uh, quickly, uh, quickly, my thinking went right to uh, Exodus uh, chapter seventeen, uh, which is the story where uh, Moses keeps his hands uh, up, and Joshua and the armies of Israel uh, war and are victorious over the armies of the Amalekites. Uh, and uh, and and in reading this story and kind of studying it out uh, a little bit, I've seen some really helpful application uh, and and some real powerful and important keys to to each and every one of us who are the people of God, each and every one of us uh, Christians, uh, disciples of Christ who have put our faith and trust in Jesus and trust Him as Lord and Savior. Uh, some real important helps and, and keys uh, to living in. Uh, victory. Uh, so let me just uh, start by reading uh, uh, in Exodus chapter uh, 17. Israel has has come out of Egypt. You know, Egypt has has come after them. Uh, there was the incredible victory at the Red Sea, where the Lord parts the Red Sea and leads uh, Israel through, and then Egypt follows. And there's the and there's the uh, the waters uh, coming down on the Egyptians and wiping out. You know, that army, and then and then the Lord is taking care of and providing for uh, the people uh, as they uh, as they move through uh, the wilderness. And in Exodus uh, 17, uh, again they are again I say because they've been having to really depend on the Lord for water, and again they're having to depend on the Lord for water. So uh, so uh, uh, Moses. Um, cries out to the Lord, you know, what are we going to do with these people? You know, they're ready to stone me to, uh, to, uh, to, uh, 
provide for them some water. Uh, and the Lord answers in Exodus 17, verse 5, the Lord answered Moses, walk on ahead of the people, uh, take with you uh, some of the elders of Israel, uh, and take your uh, hand and, and take the some of the elders of Israel and take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile and go, I will stand there before you by the rock of Horeb, strike the rock and water will come out of it for the people to drink. So Moses did this in the sight of the elders of Israel and he called the place Mesa and Meribah because the Israelites quarreled and because they tested the Lord saying, is the Lord among us or not? So Israel's you know, kind of going through some difficult times, having to really depend on the Lord for provision and they don't have all the water that they think they need, although the Lord is really providing it for them when they uh, when they need it. And so they, they begin to say, as a people, is the Lord uh, among us or not? And I, I wonder sometimes if, if that's not a question that uh, rises up within us, especially in times like this and in years you know, like this, where we begin to say, is God, he said he'd be here. Is he here? Uh, is he really uh, with us? Is he really uh, helping us? Is he really uh, moving? Is he, is he, is, are you sure he's not taken off guard by everything that has happened? Are, are you sure he was prepared for us? Is God with us or, or not? Is he among us or not? And I want you to know tonight that he is with us, you know, that he is uh, among us, uh, and, that, and that because that is true, uh, there is a way uh, that we need to live, and, and I think it's this, we need to live with our hands up. We need to live keeping our hands up. So so moving right into the next uh, verse, into verse 8, it says this, now the Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, uh, choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered, and Moses, Aaron, and Hur went to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. Aaron and Hur held up his hands, held his hands up, one on one side and one on the other side, so that his hands remained steady till sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword. So they are, they are victorious over the Amalekites. Joshua goes out to battle against the Amalekites. You, you're probably familiar with this story. Moses uh, raises up his hands up on top of the hill and as long as his hands are up uh, they are victorious and this is such an important and powerful key uh, to us living victoriously to us uh, living and staying full of joy and peace 
staying in, in victory and freedom, uh, staying in courage and, and encouragement, not, uh, not being, uh, not, not being uh, full of fear and, and doubt and anxiety and, and, and worry and not being led astray by this thing or, or that thing and not letting anything uh, encroach on our freedom and, and begin to enslave us, but, but for us to continue to live in victory and to stay in victory. As long as Moses' hands were up, as long as his hands were up, they were in victory and they were, uh, they were victorious over uh, the Amalekites. And I want you to know that, that we need to end out this year uh, with our hands up. We need to start in the next year uh, with our hands up and we need to live with our hands up uh, because as we live with our hands up, you know, we're going to find that we're going to live in victory. Uh, we're not going to be discouraged. We're not going to be afraid. We're not going to be defeated. We are going to be uh, victorious. So listen to me tonight, people of God. Uh, one of the things that we need to do uh, right now uh, is we need to keep our, we need to lift our hands up and we need to keep our hands up. So let me just share with you uh, a couple of thoughts on, on keeping your hands up uh, and give you some uh, scriptures uh, to uh, to help you with with this keeping your hands up and uh, it's amazing as we get into this uh, how uh, how relationships uh, with others really uh, begin to to stand out how relationship with the Lord and relationships uh, with our brothers and sisters in Christ really begins you know, to rise to the surface uh, if you will we need to we need to keep our hands uh, up uh, in prayer, um, you know the uh, you know great scripture for this uh, is a uh, First Timothy two eight. I'm gonna flip over there uh, and read it. First uh, Timothy uh, two eight, uh, and and in here there's a few little surprises uh, in this in this scripture that I think we really need to see, really need to point out for you. Uh, it's amazing how. Uh, how alive and active and powerful the Word of God is. I'm continually amazed at how the Holy Spirit can speak so much uh, life-giving truth from such, from such a few uh, words uh, in, the, in the Scriptures, from such short uh, verses in, in the Bible. And this, is what a, this is what 1 Timothy 2, 8 says. We've got to keep our hands up uh, in prayer. Paul speaking to Timothy, he says, I want men everywhere uh, to lift up holy hands in prayer without anger or uh, disputing. That he, that he wants the, the people of God everywhere to lift up holy hands uh, in prayer uh, without anger or disputing. So we've got to keep our hands up uh, in prayer. Uh, this is one of the things that uh, I know we know this, but we need to be reminded of it that we've got to stay uh, in prayer. We've got to make sure that, that we don't give up on prayer, but that we continue to pray, that we persevere in prayer, and, and that we've got to keep our hands up in prayer. Such an important key to victory is keeping our hands up in prayer. Don't stop praying. Don't give up on prayer. But, but in here, in this, in this short little verse, there's a couple of things that you need to be reminded of that you need to see. You know, Paul just doesn't tell Timothy to, to lift up hands in prayer. He tells Timothy to lift up holy hands in prayer. You know, if you think back to Exodus, 
Uh, Moses up there on that hill uh, is no ordinary uh, somebody. Uh, he is called by God, uh, chosen uh, by God. Uh, he, is, uh, he is holy, sanctified, uh, set apart uh, for the purposes of the Lord. His parents recognized it when he was born. Uh, they, they hid him away and wouldn't let the Egyptians kill him uh, because they recognized that he was no ordinary child. And all of his days, the Lord's hands were upon him, uh, watching over him. Uh, so when Moses lifted up hands on that hill, he just didn't lift up ordinary hands he lifted up holy hands on that hill he lifted up holy hands in prayer because he was one of the holy chosen anointed called people of God and and you need to be reminded tonight that your hands are not just ordinary hands that when you pray it's not just some ordinary prayer that that it is a prayer coming from a holy chosen anointed called child of God that your hands are holy because you're holy you are a holy uh, child of God you are you are uh, one of those who bear his name he has laid a hold of you chosen you and set you apart others may be able to give up and turn away from him but you cannot you are one of those who cry out like Joshua did as for me and my house we will serve the Lord you've got to call a God on your life to lift up holy hands in prayer and when you pray you're not lifting up some normal prayer it's coming from a holy vessel that has been sanctified and set apart by God and then he says not only to lift up holy hands in prayer but he calls us to do this without arguing or disputing in the in the church sometimes and, and among Christians we understand that there's going to be arguing and disputing in the world but but among the holy people of God that should come to an end the end of arguing and disputing should be when we come and and give our lives to Jesus when we become the the people of God holy and anointed then 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 instead of arguing and disputing you know, there should be holy hands lifted up in prayer. So, uh, so uh, next time you want to argue, uh, next time you want to get in a fight with somebody, uh, you know, not, not get in a fight, but an argument with them, next time you want to dispute uh, with them, instead of doing that, it, hold up holy hands in prayer to the Lord. And if all of us who are the people of God uh, would, would stop arguing and battling and disputing, if, if we'd stop warring with one another and we would get into our prayer rooms, into our prayer closet and, and go to war against the enemy with holy hands uh, lifted up in prayer, not only would we individually find ourselves living in a lot more victory, but remember, Moses has lifted up holy hands on that hill, uh, led not only to his victory, but to Joshua's victory. And not only to Joshua's victory, but to the armies of Israel's victory. And that meant that all the people of Israel uh, were victorious uh, over their enemy uh, because Moses' hands were lifted up in prayer. We've got we to gotta stop arguing and disputing and fighting and bickering and gossiping and being against one another. We've got to be for one another and lift up holy hands in prayer instead of, instead of warring with each other. 
war with the enemy with your holy hands lifted up uh, in prayer. Uh, second, second thing about lifting up our, lifting up our hands, uh, we need to lift up hands in surrender. We could just go ahead and call them holy hands from now on. We need to lift up holy hands uh, in uh, surrender. To lift up holy hands uh, in surrender to uh, the Lord and... Because of what we see here in 1 Timothy 8, I think that we need to add on here that we also need to lift up holy hands in surrender and submission to one another. Let's first just talk about the Lord for a moment. You know, we know that, you know, if you, if you ever watch the movies and, 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 you know, the policemen get the bad guys and what do they say? You got to get your hands up. Let's get, get their hands up in, in surrender. Uh, right. Well, well, God is not a bad guy, but we want to we want to lift our hands up in surrender uh, to him and surrender our lives to him, surrender our will to him, surrender uh, our rights uh, to him, surrender uh, uh, every area uh, of, of everything that we have or we claim is ours, surrender our expectations to him. We want to surrender ourselves uh, to the Lord. Let me read to you uh, from Ephesians. Ephesians uh, chapter 5 uh, talks about uh, this, uh, this surrendering uh, to the Lord and uh, how because we surrender and submit to the Lord that we should surrender and submit uh, to one another, uh, which is going to be so important if we're going to keep our hands up, in, holy hands up in prayer and not be fighting and disputing and bickering with one another, that we not only surrender to the Lord, but that we also surrender to one another. I'll give you, give you scripture for that. Let me read Ephesians 5. I'm going to start at verse 15. It says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. So we, so we want to we want to surrender ourselves not to our will, not to our desires, not to our kingdom, but we want to surrender ourselves to the Lord. We want to surrender ourselves to His will. One of the one of the reasons that we have such a difficult time discovering what God's will is. You know, we cry out, Lord, Lord, what do you want? Lord, what is your will? But then we have this such a difficult time understanding it and seeing it and discovering it is because we won't surrender ourselves to him. And if you want to understand the, the will of God, if you want to discover the will of God, if you want to see the will of God, then you've got to surrender yourself. You've got to lay yourself down. That's what Romans 12 uh, says. He says, he says, therefore, I urge you, you know, brothers and sisters, to offer yourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to the Lord. He says, this is your reasonable act of service uh, that you that you'd have a renewed and transformed mind. And then it says, and then you'll be able to test and approve and see and understand what God's will is for your life. I want you to see the will of God. You want to see the will of God. He wants you to see his will. And such an important key to it is to hold your hands up in surrender to the Lord. Verse 18 says this, 
Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. There's no need for, for that. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be full of the Holy Spirit. Live filled with the Holy Spirit. Verse 19, speak to one another. So, so here it comes, here, here relationships come back into the picture again. Our relationships with one another come back into this uh, equation again. As we're talking about living with our hands up, we're starting to see how important uh, that is to beautiful, life-giving, life-changing, encouraging relationships. And hopefully we'll also see how important life-giving relationships are to us being able to keep our hands up. Speak to one another, not, not in disputing and quarreling and arguing and fighting, but speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, singing and making music in your heart to the Lord. Always give thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 21 says this, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. So not only do we uh, surrender and submit to the Lord, but because we have surrendered and submitted to the Lord, then we surrender and submit uh, to uh, one another. Uh, we already saw there where we're not to be unwise or foolish. I'm not talking about uh, being unwise or foolish in, in our relationships and submitting and surrendering to one another, but with wisdom uh, and humility, our hands up, submitting to one another out of reverence uh, for uh, Christ. So keep your, keep your hands up, keep your holy hands up in prayer. Keep your holy hands up uh, in surrender and in submission uh, to the Lord. And because your hands are up in surrender and submission uh, to the Lord, uh, be ready and willing, uh, led by the Holy Spirit and wisdom uh, to, to surrender and to submit to your brothers and sisters uh, in Christ. Um, third thing uh, about keeping our hands up this is so important we need to keep our hands up in praise we need to keep our, our hands up uh, in worship I think we see this you know, right here uh, in Ephesians 5 verses 19 and 20 as it says speak to one another with psalms, hymns and, and spiritual songs uh, so encouraging it is to one another uh, to see one another uh, with, with our hands up uh, in praise. I think of Paul and Silas when they were in prison. They were in prison together and they were worshiping the Lord together. And I wonder uh, how, uh, I wonder if that would have happened if they'd have been alone. It, I wonder if it would have happened if Paul was just alone or if Silas was just alone. But it was the two of them together uh, praising, ho holding up holy hands uh, in praise uh, to the Lord, praising the Lord uh, together. Uh, there's something that, uh, that happens and encourages us to praise when we see one another praising the Lord and we praise the Lord uh, together. And then verse 20 says this, always give thanks uh, to God uh, the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Always give thanks. Always hold your hands up in praise. Never stop giving thanks. Never take a day off being a praiser uh, or a worshiper. Always lift your hands up uh, in praise. Psalm 34 uh, tells us this uh, as well. Uh, Psalm 34 
uh, verses 1. Let me read 1, 2, and 3 uh, to you. Uh, it says this. He says, I will extol the Lord at all times. Or, or uh, other translations say, bless the Lord at all times. I will extol the Lord or bless the Lord at all times. I'm going to have my hands up in praise at all times. He said, I'm not ever really taking time off or, or, or a day off to hold my hands up in praise. I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. And it's always there. You see the word always? It's always. Always on my lips. Always praising the Lord. Keeping my hands up in blessing the Lord. Keeping my hands up in praising the Lord is so important to our personal victory. And the Lord uses it to help to help bring victory to the lives of others as well. Now let me read let me read all three of these together. I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. My soul will boast in the Lord. Now let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Now let us exalt his name together. Let's glorify the Lord uh, together. Uh, let's exalt His name together. Let's lift up holy hands in praise together. Let's lift our hands up and keep them up, praising the Lord. Holy hands up uh, in praise. And then, and then the fourth thing is, uh, this is so important, is that is that we keep our hands up uh, in trust. Lift our hands up to the Lord uh, in trust. I think about my kids and how they, you know, lift their hands up to me. You know, they're growing up, so it's getting less and less. But when they were smaller, they'd lift their hands up to me, you know, wanting me to pick them up, wanting me to hold them. It is a sign of, of not only relationship, but a sign of trust. And, and, and a sign of trust is a sign of uh, relationship. We've got to keep our hands up trusting in the Lord. Lift your hands up. In trust, lift your hands up to the Lord in relationship to the Father as a declaration that you want Him to pick you up and hold you through difficult times, and that you trust in Him and trust in Him alone. Let me read to you what Psalm 20, uh, the end of Psalm 20 says. You're probably familiar with this, starting at verse 6. Psalm 20, verse 6, it says, Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He saves his holy ones. He answers him from his holy heaven with the saving power of his right hand. You trust in God. He's going to show up and move powerfully on your behalf. You keep your hands up in trust to the Lord. You keep them up in prayer. You keep them up in surrender. You keep them up in praise. You keep your holy hands up as we finish out this year and we start in to next year. And the Lord is going to come and He's going to move in your behalf with His, with the with the saving power of His mighty right hand. Verse seven: Some trust in chariots. And summon horses. You can trust in whatever else you want to. Uh, but we, the people of God, we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down to their knees and fall. But we rise up and stand firm. Oh Lord, uh, save the king. Answer us when uh, we call. Don't trust in anything else. 
Everything else will let you down. Everything else will fail you. But if you'll hold your hands up, uh, trusting in the Lord, uh, then you will find that moving in your behalf is the saving power of His mighty right hand. And He can come and do uh, what no one else can do. Uh, he can cause you to be victorious uh, over any enemy that would come and wage war against you. Keep your hands up in prayer. Keep your hands up uh, in surrender. Keep your hands up in praise. Keep your hands up in trusting uh, in the Lord. Now, just a, a final thought here. And then we'll, we'll pray together. As Moses has his hands up and Israel is victorious, Moses gets tired and his hands come down. He, he, can't keep them, he can't keep them up and his hands come down. And when his hands come down, then Joshua and the armies of Israel start to experience defeat instead of victory because his hands came down. So, you know, this is true. If we can't keep our hands up in prayer, if we can't keep our hands up in surrender, if we can't keep our hands up in praise, if we can't keep them up in trust, we're going to find out that, that we are not living, we're going to, that we're struggling to live in the victory that Jesus has for us. And, and, and what we find, and, and you may experience this, and you may be thinking about it right now, is that I try to keep my hands up but I get tired and my hands get tired and it gets hard to keep them up. Moses' hands got tired and it was hard for him to keep them up. He couldn't, he couldn't keep them up. But there's two really important things that we see in Exodus 17. And I'll just end, end with this. One thing is they brought a stone. When, when Moses' hands got tired, they brought a stone for Moses to sit on. And he sat down on that stone. And then the second thing is that Aaron and her were there on that mountain with Moses. And Aaron got on one side of Moses and her got on the other side and they held Moses' hands up. He would have never been able to keep his hands up if he wasn't seated on that stone and if he didn't have Moses and Aaron, his brothers, uh, his brothers, uh, fellow brothers of, of the Lord, his his. Uh, his fellow brother Israelites there with him to hold his hands up. He would have never been able to keep his hands up. And you're not going to be able to keep your hands up either unless you live seated on the stone that is our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. You've got to stay on Christ. You've got to stay focused on Him. You've got to, you've got to live on His Word, by His Word, through His Word, strengthened by Him. You can't think that you, can, that you can live with your hands up on your own. You have got to stay on Jesus. And then you can't think that you can abandon the people of God, that you can go solo, that you don't need the church, and that you can keep your hands up in prayer and, and keep your hands up in victory. You won't be able to. You've got to have your brothers and sisters in Christ on, your, on, on one side and on the other to help keep your hands up. And not only do you need them to help keep your hands up, they need you to help keep their hands up. 
One of the reasons we're not living in the victory that we should be living in is we're, is we're all trying to keep our hands up to the Lord on our own and we can't do it. We've got to be together as the church. We've got to come together as the church. You need the church. The church needs you. Otherwise, your hands are not going to stay up. So you've got to be in Christ and you've got to be connected with His church if you're going to keep your hands up in prayer, if you're going to keep them up in surrender, if you're going to keep them up in praise, if you're going to keep them up in trust. And if you keep them up, staying, staying seated on the rock that is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and staying connected with the people of God, holding their hands up, having them hold your hands up, you'll be able to keep your hands up. And if you keep your hands up to the Lord, you are going to live in victory. I'm just going to say this and we'll say it bold. If you keep your hands up and you keep your holy hands up in prayer and you keep your holy hands up in surrender and you keep your holy hands up in praise and you keep your holy hands up trusting in the Lord, you are going to live in victory, but you won't be able to keep them up if you think you can do it without Jesus and you won't be able to keep them up if you think you can do it without his church. You can't. You've got to be on the rock. You've got to be together with the people of God. Pray with me, will you? And let's, in this time of prayer, give our lives back to Jesus. Make Him our Lord and our Savior. Open up our heart to Him. Ask Him to help us to stay, to stay on the rock. To stay building on the rock. And let's just make, it in this time of prayer, a declaration of keeping our hands up. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, tonight we recognize uh, once again uh, how much we need you. Lord, we just open up our hearts and we ask you to come in and be our Lord and our Savior. Uh, maybe some have wondered, Lord, uh, but tonight, uh, tonight they'd come back to you and they declare, Jesus, uh, I'm coming back to you. Right now, I declare that, that you are the rock that I am going to, to seat my life upon, to build my life upon, and I will never move from you again, Jesus. We make that declaration tonight, that we are going to build our lives on you, uh, Lord Jesus, and that we are going to keep our hands up uh, in prayer, uh, in praise, in surrender, in trust. We're going to keep our hands up. And tonight, Lord, we recognize that we cannot do this alone. Uh, so we commit to, to the church. We commit to your church. We say that we are going to come together as the people of God. And we're going, to, uh, we're going to receive the help of our brothers and sisters in Christ to holding our hands up. And we're going to be there to help them hold their hands up as well. And Jesus, uh, we know we need you. We ask that you'd come and help us tonight to stay on you, to stay in your church to keep our hands up, to keep our holy hands up in prayer. We thank you, Lord, uh, for this word. And we pray that uh, you'd help us receive this instruction and that we would live uh, the rest of our days with our hands up to you. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. Uh, thanks for uh, hanging with me uh, tonight. Uh, keep your hands up. If you're tired and weary and need some help, make sure that you come together with the church uh, this Sunday. God bless you. Good night.